2.12 on this uh, Friday afternoon, which means, as always, being joined, once he's back from vacations, by Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. Welcome back. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I was on vacation, okay? I, well, so I, was I. So. I'm, I'm allowed to do that every now and then. Um, Probably don't do it often enough, but... Uh, we both took advantage of the fall break week. We did, and we got away. Um, Not the same place, by the way, I should uh, say. But. No, actually, we uh, we had an opportunity to uh, travel a good distance. We were down in Mexico, had a great week. Uh, we were only about maybe 150 miles from Hurricane Willa, if anybody followed that down along that coast. Um, so we had some rain on our vacation, but uh, it was good to get away. Um, I won't mention, you know, beautiful, sunny Florida, which is where I was at. So. Yeah, well, um, <laughs> we had we had several nice days, and, and that was all right. I actually had a little work to do while I was on vacation anyway, and uh, that, that's just the nature of the beast. But we are back, and the weather's not very good. But... Um, it's football weather. It's football weather, and um, Adam Central's still playing, and, of course, North Adams is still playing, and Belmont, uh, the Belmont kids have... Uh, uh, kind of made the old, as they say, second season pretty productive so far. And uh, uh, tonight, seven o'clock, um, will be uh, will be another step in that journey. Uh, speaking of events, um, the uh, North Adams Theater Troupe is preparing and going to present "Happy Birthday, Dear Grandpa." Uh, the production is not this weekend, but next weekend. It's on Saturday night, the 10th at 7, and it's Sunday, uh, November 11th at 2 o'clock. The productions will be held, obviously, in the theater, and uh, all seats are general admission. The cost for the show is $8 for adults and $6 for students and senior citizens. Now, uh, we'll talk a little bit about the project later, but I need to interject here. If you're coming to... Uh, that program next weekend, you can't come in the front of the high school. Uh, Again? Uh, still, for, oh. for quite some time into the future. Um, you have to come around and come in, uh, I guess you can call it the back door, back by the, uh, uh, it's actually door E1, but it's you park in the parking lot between the high school and the middle school and you come right in there past the loading dock and the and uh, the transformer and all those sort of exciting things back on that side of the building but it comes right in there by the theater and um we just ask that you be uh cautious and um just in general driving through the parking lot be cautious uh we're certainly in the middle of our parking lot work everybody knows what the weather has been so it's um, it's been a challenge, to say the least. Um, and they continue to try to barricade places and um, either late at night or early in the morning when it's maybe not quite as bright. Uh, we've had some people end up in the mud and uh, we put up more signs and more barricades. We still have people in, end up in the mud. Uh, actually, as I left school today, they were out uh, replacing stone in some of the holes that have formed and, and that sort of thing. So we really are trying. We know it is not very good right now, and uh, we apologize for that. Um, but we really are trying. The, the contractors and Kenny and Larry are looking at those things every day and uh, trying to work our way through that. 
Uh, I'll be I'll be totally honest here. We're really concerned because of all the rain we've had now. Um, we may lose our opportunity to put down some base coat paving and some of that here this fall um, because it's not going to dry out anytime soon. Um, so uh, we're going to make the best of it and work our way through that. But if you're coming to the high school, and not just for that event, for any activity, you need to come in back on the uh, back by the art door, door E1. And while I'm at it, uh, football game tonight, uh, we're going to have to park in the parking lot, so uh, be cautious. And if there's sticks and barricades sitting up, they're probably there for a reason, and you need to try to avoid those places. So appreciate your help, and um, we'll keep trying to move that along, but uh, we need a little help from the weather. I think about the time it dries out early next week, it's supposed to rain again on Tuesday. So <laughs> uh, just not sure what's going to happen there. But uh, let me move on to some of these other uh, things we have going on. Uh, the area veterans are invited to attend a Veterans Day program at Belmont High School in the theater. And that's on Friday, November 9th. A hospitality room with refreshments will be available beginning at 8.30. And all guests are asked to arrive by 9.15. The program will begin at 9.30. And due to ongoing construction, uh, you need to park in the parking lot between the high school and the middle school and come in through uh, the doors uh, over there by the art wing. This year, the featured speaker is City Councilman and Navy veteran Cam Collier. Uh, if you have questions, you can speak to Brian Lineberry, and he is a teacher at the high school. So you can reach him by phone or our standard email addresses. Mr. Derengowski's Advanced Radio and TV students re released their first edition of Belmont Now this week. If you haven't already seen it, you can watch their Halloween edition by checking out the link on our Facebook page and on our website. And of course, if you subscribe to Mr. Derengowski's YouTube channel, you can catch it there as well. And uh, I just want to commend our students. Um, they are creative. Uh, and on top of that, they have a lot of talent, and they do create all of these uh, portions of these videos, and it's, it's just exciting to see students learn those skills, and certainly Mr. Derengowski's uh, leadership with them, uh, they've just created a lot of great things, and um, it's just always fun to watch. You never know exactly what they're going to do, but the kids always have a great time putting those together. Many of you know that we uh, annually have had a really exciting career fair. We filled up the auxiliary gym with anywhere from 65 to 80 different businesses and had all of our students come through and, and speak specifically to different uh, job opportunities. Um, well, construction kind of has that. <laughs> a bit messed up are you getting a theme here today just a slightly <laughs> oh man uh, is it august yet uh i guess it's not um but anyway uh how do we still continue to help those businesses because we all know that everybody's looking for workers and while uh it's tough to find employees every spring we turn out a new batch of those people and so uh, the high school wants to invite area businesses to lunch with the students. 
And they're going to do this throughout this month of November. Uh, due to our renovations, we can't do our usual career fair, but there will be 11 dates available throughout the month of November when uh, we can handle up to about five businesses or organizations each day. And what we'll do is we'll put a tail up, table up in the commons and right there adjacent to the cafeteria and the students uh, while they're at lunch, they will be available to meet and, and talk with different area organizations and businesses. Lunch runs from about 11 to 1230. And so actually it's a little less of a time commitment uh, than the whole full morning. Uh, it certainly will not be quite as, uh, as beneficial as it is in our other format, but it is what we can do this year. If you would like to reserve a table, you need to call Belmont High School and ask for Sean Ferrot. And um, if he's not in, tell him what you're calling for. And I'm guessing uh, Kelly Smith, the secretary there in the guidance office, or someone else can, can assist you. And most of you, I'm sure, maybe don't have any pencil or paper to write this down, but there are lots of dates. Um, the 5th, 6th, the 8th, the 12th, 13th, 15th, 19th, 20th, 26th, 27th, 28th. 11 different days in November, so um, I'm sure there's a date that'll meet uh, your opportunity to come. So please call and get those set up and come meet our students. We've got a, another great crop of seniors and, and uh, they're going to be out job hunting uh, very soon. And if you don't have a pencil, just think it's all the Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays in November, except for Thanksgiving. Very good. I didn't even know that. <laughs> Well, I remember that from two weeks ago when Leah was here. So. Oh, well, and she would know that, you know, I, I'm just, I, I've become the pitch hitter here, you know, the pinch hitter. Um, but anyway, um, we move on. Um, every now and then I have to ask for some help uh, from people. Uh, our school nutrition department uh, needs to remind families that we certainly, our goal is to give students quality food, nutritious food, um, equip them to learn about nutrition and what it means to be a well-balanced eater and how it, that impacts uh, brain growth and uh, all of those things. Well, we just came through Halloween and we all know what Halloween is about, and, I, and that's fine. I gave out my share of candy uh, over the last uh, week. Um, first of all, we encourage parents to make sure students eat that in moderation, but, uh, more importantly, uh, we, we don't need that candy at school because some of you have this huge pile and then you say, oh, we'll just send it to school and they can give it to all their friends at school. Um, please don't, <laughs> um, I know that sounds harsh and that sounds cold, um, but the reality of it is in order to maintain our certification for the lunch program, we really have to monitor everything that gets eaten in the building. And if we're giving out a lot of candy, we can actually get written up and we can lose some government funding. Um, and that's, that's the negative side on the financial end, but more importantly, you have your own bags of candy at home. Your children don't need somebody else's candy on top of that. So thanks for your indulgence. Thank you uh, for supporting us. And um, we're glad you have that large bag of candy um, at home. 
Um, and uh, I remember the days when our three boys were at home. Um, that candy usually disappeared a little faster than it probably should have. But uh, anyway, uh, that has come to pass. And uh, good luck with monitoring that on the uh, home front. Or better yet, just kind of help exhaust some of that candy. Yeah. Just find your jo- favorites jo- and jo- sneak Joni and I used to eat some of that candy. Um, probably more than we should have, but... Uh, but hey, the kids don't need it all, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I got to find, you know, the favorites. Got to find the Reese Cups and all, all the good stuff. Yeah, that's right. And of course, we still have some left over that we didn't give out this week. Okay. What, what are you going to do with it besides eat it? Good uh, question. <laughs> <laughs> all right, on to uh, a very serious note. Um, we are committed uh, to supporting students their well-being, their safety, their security. Um, we, you know, as people know, we brought on additional guidance this year with a social worker, um, a full-time SRO. Um, we we work with Department of Child Services. Um, we we will do everything we possibly can to help the needs of students and their families. Um, sadly. Uh, as trends have risen uh, in reports of bullying and students who do self-harm, um, we're just concerned not only for our students, but students uh, and staff across the nation. It's become increasingly necessary uh, to be out in front of those concerns as much as we can and try to be proactive. And... Um, to help with that, we have created uh, what we call a crisis incident reporting form. It sounds kind of long and lengthy, but the whole point of it is it can be accessed through our website. And, and it's basically the electronic version of, we've had a reporting hotline for years where there's, it's in the handbook, there's a number you can call and, and leave a message. Now we've created something electronically on the website the report is meant to serve as an anonymous method for reporting any suspicious um, incidences that you think may be coming about, whether that's bullying, suicide threats, someone intending to harm themselves, any suspicious activities, threats of violence, of weapons, you name it, the form is there. And um, you can go online, you can submit that. And certainly you can provide information where we can get back in touch with you, but you don't have to. It can be anonymous. And um, if that's the case, then you just send it in as an anonymous report and it will still be investigated and looked into. You get to decide if it's going to stay totally anonymous or if you want to share your name. Um, I do want to emphasize uh, that it is a web form. And the district, obviously, we operate mainly between 8 and 5. And, of course, nobody's really around on holidays and things like that. Um, so if, if someone hears something or uh, has heard someone say something that a student's going to hurt themselves and school's not in session, call 911 and tell them what you've learned. 
Um, that's the only way we can be out in front of that. So um, it, it's just one more way uh, for us to try to, to make tools available uh, for people to report those things. And um, if you have any questions about that, you certainly can call, call our office and inquire and, and we can help you uh, figure out what all that means. But it, again, it's just one more tool. We've had the phone hotline for a long time, but we know that there's a lot of the younger folks now that other than their What's iPhones, phone? yeah, other than their iPhones, um, they, they just, that's not how they operate. And they just wanted to do it electronically. So we've tried to step up uh, a lot of credit to Amanda Gilbert, who's our high school assistant principal for spearheading this and then working with Leah to get it posted. Um, again, uh, just an effort to make tools available to families and students uh, because there's a lot of, a lot of hurt in the world and that is only combated collectively. And, and that's what we're about at school, doing that collectively. And let's kind of take this a uh, little bit of a step farther. Could this be something where like maybe the student themselves maybe are the victim of bullying or maybe have had some of those thoughts instead of, you know, doing it in school and saying, hey, I'm in need of help where you have all the other students around, maybe a little nervous about doing that and getting picked on that way. Could this be something that the student could fill out and say, hey, I need help, but I you know I just want to do it this way to be able to get contacted to figure out how to get that help? Absolutely. Absolutely. A student could do that, self-reporting essentially, and um, the guidance people or the administrators will treat that that way um, and, and nobody else will know, know how that came about. Um, but that, that's another great way to use those, those resources. Um, because there are people out there to help. They just need to know they need to help. And, or what helps available. Or, yeah, and, and there are lots of resources. Um, and that's what we've been trying to do at school is create a lot more resources. You've heard me talk about Park Center and Bowen Center and the hospital and, and all of these resources that we have that a lot of people don't, still don't know they're there. And we can tie people in to uh, make connections to those resources. Uh, we just need to know we need to do it. And, and it's, a, it's an important part. It, it's the world in which we live in. And, and we can wish it away, we can try, but that's not going to happen. So we, we confront it and we say, okay, let's talk about it. And uh, that's what we always do at school is we, we, we have a, a, a motto that just says, we will address the needs that come forward, um, no matter how hard they may seem or, or how difficult they may be. Um, and along those lines, I just want to end our show today um, with... Uh, heartfelt condolences to Tippy Valley uh, and the, the death of the students in the, in the accident at the bus stop. Uh, those are difficult times, and, and uh, I'm, I'm just really saddened by that. Um, but again, I'm proud of, of what our district does to analyze all their routes and train students. Um, but there are, there are times, um, there are unfortunate accidents that just shake us all to our core, and uh, and heart goes out to them. Um, we will continue to increase our diligence, um, but uh, um, make sure you hug your kids tonight um, because uh, it's a tough world out there. And, and um, if you have questions, call us and, and we'll walk through life with you. 
And on that note, we'll talk to you again next week. Okay. And that's Brent Lehman from North Adams Schools. This is Channel Z 92.7 FM.